0: Hello, and welcome to the Rotten or Righteous podcast. I'm Zach Geiler. This week, we decided to do something a little different, something we have never done before, and that is produce a direct table read of a script. This week, Scott, Luke, and myself are going to act out the original script of Napoleon Dynamite, written by Jared and Jerusha Hess. The script includes some scenes and dialogue that were not included in the main film. We changed as little as possible, and only removed terms that are considered belittling to minorities and the mentally disabled. The script is still very much PG, and while there are no vulgarity, and the Lord's name is never taken in vain, there are gratuitous amounts of euphemisms used throughout the story. If you are offended by the terms gosh, freaking, dang, or any other substitute word for English vulgarity, you will not like this episode. Listener discretion is advised. For those of you who choose to listen, we hope you have as much fun listening to this episode as we had making it. The Rotten and Righteous Podcast proudly presents to you Tot Pocket, a read-through of Napoleon Dynamite. (music)
1: Exterior, Napoleon's house. Morning. Napoleon, a high school teenager, stands in front of his small farmhouse waiting for the school bus. He has curly, poofy hair with bedhead, generic glasses, early 90s moon boots, and a t-shirt with an Idaho wildlife scene printed on it. He opens his trapper keeper to reveal an action figure attached to some fishing line. A school bus screeches to a halt in front of him. He closes the trapper keeper. Internal, school bus. Morning. The bus door opens. Napoleon gets on and goes to the very back. He sits down next to Vern, a kindergartner, eating a hash brown.
2: What are you going to do today, Napoleon?
1: Whatever I feel like doing. Gosh! Napoleon opens the window next to him and takes out his action figure. He looks ahead to make sure the bus driver isn't watching. He wraps more fishing line around the action figure and then chucks it out the window. Exterior, school bus, morning. The action figure is being dragged behind the bus. Interior, school bus, morning. Napoleon watches the action figure. He makes a fist and jerks it down. Yes. Exterior, school bus, morning. The action figure is still being dragged. Interior, high school classroom, day. Napoleon sits at his desk drawing a picture of a warrior holding a battle axe. A girl is reading a current event.
2: The United Nations will continue with its relief efforts to hurricane victims in
1: Rotan. The girl sits down behind Napoleon. Napoleon,
2: your current event.
1: Napoleon pulls out a tabloid article with a picture of the Loch Ness monster on it. He walks to the front of the class.
0: Last week, Japanese scientists placed explosive detonators at the bottom of Lake Loch Ness to blow Nessie out of the water. <laughs>
2: Bullcrap, Napoleon.
0: Napoleon stops reading. Sir Court Godfrey of the Nestle Alliance summoned the help of Scotland's local wizards to cast a protective spell, so... (laughs) Yeah,
1: right. Randy, why don't you just go find your grandma or something? You're bugging the heck out of me. Gosh! Internal. High school hallway. Day. Randy holds Napoleon in a headlock in front of his locker. They struggle. Internal. High school, locker room, day. Interior. Napoleon sits apart from the group of jocks all dressed in P.E. clothes. Napoleon puts his moon boots on.
2: Hey, Napoleon, what'd you do all summer again?
1: I already
0: told you. I spent it with my uncle in Alaska hunting wolverines.
2: (laughs) Did you shoot any?
0: Yes, like 50 of them. They kept trying to attack my cousins. What the heck would you do in a situation like this? What kind of
2: gun did you use?
1: A freaking 12-gauge. What do you think? (laughs) Exterior. High school basketball court day. A group of boys play basketball. A group of girls play jump rope. Napoleon plays tetherball by himself. Interior. High school office day. Napoleon walks to a desk in an office. A secretary sits typing. Hey, can I use your guys' phone for a sec? Who do you need to call? my grandma. Is
2: there anything wrong?
1: I don't feel very good. The secretary hands the phone over the desk. Napoleon grabs the phone, dials, and turns around, shielding himself from the secretary. Interior, Napoleon's living room, day. A phone rings on a kitchen counter. Kip, a small thin man in his late 20s, wearing big glasses, a polo button to the top Tapered jeans, a clean-cut mustache, and a conservative part in his hair holds a brick of cheddar. He sheds it over the plate of chips. Kip answers the phone. Hello? Is Grandma there? No, she's getting her hair done.
0: what do you need? can't you just go get her for me? I'm busy right now. Well, just tell her to come get me. Why? Because I don't feel good. Did you talk to the school nurse? No. She didn't know anything.
1: Interior, high school office, day. You just come get me? No. Fine then. Bye. Napoleon hangs up the phone. Interior, Napoleon's living room, day. The phone rings as Kip pulls nachos out of the microwave and sets them on the table. Kip answers. Hello? Kip, just put on your blades
0: and come get me. Sorry. Well, will you do me a favor then? What? Can you bring me my chapstick? No, Napoleon. Well, oh, my lips hurt real bad. Just borrow some from the school nurse. I'm not going to
1: use her. It's your sicko. See ya. Kip hangs up. Interior, high school office day. Idiot.
3: Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) the principal a balding man in his 60s stands with pedro a short and stocky latino teenager with a mustache cowboy boots and a cowboy snap shirt the principal points down the hall the cafeteria is at the end of e-hall napoleon approaches them and stops hey is that a new kid or something (laughs) napoleon this is pedro would you mind showing him where his locker is he hands napoleon a small paper sure interior high school hallway day napoleon tries to open a locker pedro stands next to him he speaks with a mexican accent yeah there's like a buttload of gangs
0: at this school this one gang kept wanting me to join because i'm like pretty
1: good with a bow staff Napoleon opens the locker. He turns to Pedro. Do you ride the bus to school? No,
0: I ride my bike. (laughs) What kind of bike do
1: you have? Exterior, bike rack, day. Napoleon and Pedro stand next to the high school's bike rack. A black mountain bike with orange handlebars stands between them. It's a
0: Huffy Sledgehammer.
1: Dang. You got shocks, pegs.
0: My cousins gave it to me. You ever take it off any sweet
1: jumps? Exterior, Pedro's house day. A jump made from a couple of bricks and a particle board lays on a sidewalk in front of a small house. Napoleon stands to the side of it. Pedro rides his bike off the jump. Napoleon holds his hands a distance from the ground. He got like three feet of air that time. Pedro walks his bike over to Napoleon. Can I try it really quick? Sure. Napoleon takes the bike and rides it onto the jump. The board breaks in half and Napoleon rams the bike into the bricks. Napoleon's crotch smashes into the crossbar. Oh, 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 my pack. (laughs) Interior Napoleon's kitchen afternoon. An early 1970s style living area. Kip sits at the computer in the living room. Napoleon stands behind the counter and drinks a glass of Kool-Aid. Grandma, a butch, round, moleted woman <laughs> wearing chums on her glasses, walks in. She clears her throat. <laughs> How is was school? Worst day of my life. What do you think?
2: Well, I want you to go see if Tina wants some
1: of this. She sets a casserole tray on the table. Oh, Kip hasn't done flipping anything today. Look, tonight, me and... She notices Kip on the computer, not paying attention. Kip, listen. He turns and faces her. What? Tonight, me and your
2: Aunt Caroline are going to visit some friends. We're not going to be back till tomorrow. We're getting a little low on steak, so I've got Lyle coming over and take care of it. Well, what's there to eat? Oh, knock it off, Napoleon. Make yourself a dang quesadilla. Fine. I'll be back
1: tomorrow. (laughs) Grandma pulls out her keys and leaves. Napoleon (laughs) glares at Kip. Stay home and eat all the frickin' chips. I've been online chatting
0: with babes all day. Signs. You know I'm training to be a cage fighter. Since when, Kip? You have like the worst reflexes of all time.
1: Try and hit me, Napoleon. What? Kip stands up. Try and hit me. Come on. Napoleon stands up. Kip starts poking and pushing at Napoleon. You're such an idiot. Napoleon swings at Kip. He blocks it. The doorbell rings. Napoleon relaxes his stance. I'll get it. Napoleon quickly slaps Kip in the face. Oh! Napoleon leaves. Exterior, Napoleon's house. Afternoon. Deb, a short, plain girl with big hair, wearing a homemade pink shirt with fake rubies glued to it, stands at the front door with several caboodles and a flyer (laughs) in hand. Napoleon opens the door. Deb looks at her feet. Um, hello. Would you like to look like this? She hands him a sample glamour shot photo of a young woman wearing a denim jacket with the collars flipped up and frizzed out hair. She is cross-eyed and looking over her shoulder. Because right now, for a limited time, glamour
2: shots by Deb are 75% off. I already get my hair cut at the Cut and Corral. Well, maybe you'd be interested in some handicrafts.
1: Interior Napoleon's living room, afternoon. Kip is watching TV. A poorly produced commercial for Rex Kwando self defense comes on. Rex, a pasty man with a gut wearing hammer pants and amber gradient glasses, stands in the front of the dojo.
2: I'm Rex, founder of the Rex Kwando self defense system. After one week training with me and my dojo, you'll be prepared to protect yourself with the strength of a grizzly.
1: A shot of Rex getting kicked fiercely in the groin.
2: The reflexes of a puma.
1: A shot of Rex slapping a gun out of a hand.
2: And the wisdom of a man.
1: Ooh. shot of Rex putting an older woman in a headlock. <gasps> Rex is standing in front of the dojo again.
2: Come in today for your free trial lesson.
1: The address appears. Kip writes it down. Exterior, Napoleon's house. Afternoon. Deb is still showing Napoleon her homemade crafts. And here
2: we have boondoggle keychains, a must-have for this season's fashion. Already made,
0: like,
1: affinity of those at scout camp. Deb looks at the ground.
2: Well, is anyone else here? I'm trying to earn money for college.
1: Interior, Napoleon's living room. Afternoon. Kip is facing the TV, but turns his head toward the front door. Your mom goes to college. Exterior Napoleon's house afternoon. Deb looks past Napoleon reacting to Kip. She begins to shake as if to cry. She looks up at Napoleon, puts her hand over her mouth and runs away, leaving her caboodles behind. Napoleon stands confused. He closes the door. Exterior Napoleon's backyard afternoon. Napoleon stands looking into a fenced yard. Tina, you fat lord, come get some dinner. A mangy-looking llama prances over toward Napoleon. Napoleon is disgusted, but hand-feeds hand the casserole to it. <laughs> Exterior, Napoleon's house, afternoon. Kip sits on the front steps of the house, putting on his roller blades. He wears a sleeveless T-shirt and a pair of sweatpants. Napoleon approaches him and stops with the casserole dish in hand. Kip looks up and notices him as he lashes his blades. I need you to pull me into town. Napoleon scowls. Exterior, neighborhood street, afternoon. Napoleon is riding a girl's 10-speed bike. Kip is on his rollerblades being pulled with a rope. Interior, Rex's dojo, afternoon. Rex, the same self-defense instructor wearing USA Hammer Pants, and amber gradient glasses, stands in the front of the class. He sounds like a pro wrestler.
2: I don't care what they say. If I'm going to attack a young pretty woman, a little freaking pepper spray and a kick to my groin isn't going to do anything. My name is Rex. If you sign up for my eight-week program, you will learn the self-defense system I developed after fighting for two seasons in the octagon. It's called Rex Kwon Do. People may ask themselves, what about judo? What about kung fu? Well, I'm going to show you right now that those systems don't do jack on Rex Kwon Do. I need a volunteer.
1: Napoleon and Kip are standing in the class. Kip raises his hand.
2: All right, you, get up here. Bow
1: to your sensei. Kip stands, walks up to Rex and bows. Now,
2: grab my arm. The other arm. Now watch. What you're going to do is break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist and walk away.
1: Rex does a bunk move and jerks his arm loose.
2: It's just that simple. Now try to
1: kick me. Kip hesitates. Come on, kick me. Kip kicks softly. Rex blocks it with his shin. Do it again. Kip kicks. Rex blocks. Do it again. Kip kicks. Rex blocks. Do it again. Kip kicks. Rex blocks. Rex turns to the class. (laughs) Kip kicks. Rex blocks. Rex turns to the class. You'll block it every time. Have a seat. Kip sits down by Napoleon. Now, on top of what you just saw,
2: here's a simple sample of the things you'll learn if you sign up for my eight-week program. First off, in Rex Kwando, we use the buddy system. No more flying solo. What you gonna do when you get jumped because you're wearing a pair of blue British knights on someone else's turf?
1: Napoleon <coughs> raises his eyebrows in agreement. You need someone watching your back at all times because jiu-jitsu
2: don't work in gangland. Second off, my pupils will learn to discipline their image. Do you think I got where I am today because I dress like Peter Pan over here?
1: He points Napoleon. Napoleon shamefully turns his head to see if anyone else is looking at him.
2: No. no! Do you people see what I'm wearing? You think someone wants to get a roundhouse kick to the face while I'm wearing these bad boys?
1: He grabs the sides of his hammer pants. Napoleon shakes his head in agreement.
2: Forget about it! Forget about it! And last off, you'll learn to get self-respect. Do you think anyone thinks I'm a failure because I got Starla to go home to at night?
1: Rex points to a picture of Starla on the wall. She is a tough bodybuilder, American gladiator-looking woman with a muscular neck, super tan skin, and big bleached hair. She also sports a forced smile.
2: Forget about it! Now, for only $300, I can sign you up right now for my full eight-week program.
1: Exterior Neighborhood Street, Evening, Napoleon rides a girl's 10 speed. Kip is being tugged with a rope on his rollerblades. Well, that was a ripoff. Exterior Napoleon's house morning. Napoleon walks out of his house to wait for the bus. He wears a t shirt tucked into a pair of hammer pants, similar to Rex's. He's also carrying Deb's caboodles. He stops and looks across the road. Lyle, a farmer, stands facing a cow in the field. Napoleon raises his hand to wave. Hi, Lyle. Lyle slowly waves back. Napoleon looks on. Lyle pulls a six-shooter pistol out from his jacket and points it at the cow. He clicks the hammer back. Napoleon looks on. The school bus screeches to a halt in front of Lyle and the cow, blocking Napoleon's view. A bang is heard. Napoleon flinches interior school bus morning all the kids on the bus scream interior high school classroom day a finger presses play on a cassette player soft rock music begins to play two teenage girls perform sign language in synchronization to the music two other girls perform sign language to the music also Napoleon and a girl stand performing sign language together. He does a two-fist splash, which turns into a butterfly that flaps its wings high above his head. A classroom of unimpressed students sit at their desk and watch. Napoleon really gets into it. Don watches from his desk. Napoleon does more sign language. Interior, high school locker room, day, day. Two moon boots sit on a bench. Napoleon, suited up in gym clothes, reaches for them and begins to put them on. Don and two jocks sit across from him. Hey, Napoleon,
2: I heard you're in a club for girls. Shut up. I am not. Then why are you in the Happy Hands Club? Because I didn't have a freaking choice. All the other sweet clubs are already filled
1: up. Gosh! (laughs) The three boys laugh to themselves and then leave. Napoleon scowls. Idiots! He sees Pedro dressed in gym clothes as he closes his locker. Exterior high school track day. A group of gym students warm up at a track. Napoleon and Pedro sit on some bleachers. Both wear gym clothes. So, me and you are pretty much
0: friends by now, right? Yes. So, you got my back and everything? What? Never mind. (sighs) Have you heard about the dance? Yeah. So, have you met anyone to ask yet? No, but I probably will after school. Who are you going to ask? Pedro
1: gazes out into the field. That girl over there. He points to Summer, a cute blonde who stands by some friends in the middle of the track. She puts her hair in a scrunchie. Summer Wheely? How the heck are you going to do that?
0: Build her a cake or something. Yeah. My old girlfriend from Oklahoma is gonna fly out, uh, fly out here for the dance. She couldn't
1: because she's doing some modeling right now.
0: Is she hot?
1: Napoleon pulls out his Velcro wallet <laughs> and takes out the trial glamour shot photo. See for yourself. Pedro takes the picture. The girl has big hair, a denim jacket with collars flipped up, and is cross-eyed. Wow. Yeah. I took her to the mall to get some glamour shots for her birthday one year. I like her bangs. Me too. Interior, high school cafeteria day. Pedro and Napoleon eat their hot lunches silently. How long did it take you to grow that mustache? A couple of days. Wish I could grow one. Napoleon quickly takes a bite of a tater tot and looks at Pedro's tray of tater tots. Can you eat your tots? No. Can I have them? Pedro nods his head. Yes! Napoleon reaches over and grabs them all in one handful. With the other hand, he unzips a zipper pocket on his pant leg. He quickly glances at Pedro and then stuffs the tater tots into his leg pocket and zips it up. He looks up and notices Deb. She sits down at a nearby table and opens up her sack lunch. See that girl over there? She came over to my house the other night. Deb takes a bite of her sandwich. Why?
0: I don't know, but she left all this crap on my porch. She's pretty good looking.
1: Do you dare me to go talk to her? Sure. Napoleon walks over and sits across (laughs) from Deb. They look at each other. She sips her milk. I see that you're drinking 1%. Is that because you think you're fat? Deb freezes. Because you're not. You could be drinking a whole if you wanted. Deb looks down at her sandwich. Well,
0: I have all your equipment in my locker. You should probably come get it because
1: I can't fit my nunchucks in there anymore. A piece of bread and peanut butter is stuck to her upper lip. Her voice is muffled with bread. Where's your locker? Interior, high school hallway, day... Napoleon and Deb stand at his locker. He yanks the caboodles out. She carefully bungees them to her suitcase roller. Hey, can I have one of your keychains? Deb hands him one and walks off. Napoleon clips the boondoggle keychain into his belt loop. Napoleon watches her leave. Exterior sand dunes day. An ATV speeds across a sand dune. Angle on grandma as she rides the ATV full of excitement. (laughs) She drives past her sister, Caroline, who sits on the tailgate of the boo truck. Two younger men wearing crop tops and sunglasses stand next to Caroline. They cheer grandma on as she passes. Grandma continues riding excitedly. She suddenly hits a bump, catches some air and is thrown from the ATV. She bounces hard across the sand and the ATV tips over. Caroline and the two younger men stare blankly at her accident. Exterior, Airstream Day. (laughs) Uncle Rico, with David Hasselhoff-style hair, glasses, a gold chain, a tight mock turtleneck shirt, and ankle boots, stands outside his Airstream throwing footballs at a video camera (laughs) on a tripod. The phone rings from inside. He stops and walks inside the Airstream. Interior, high school classroom day. Napoleon sits at his desk reading a book on Bigfoot. He slowly lowers the book. His hand reaches down to his bulging pant leg pocket. He grabs the zipper and slowly starts to unzip it. His eyes slowly glance around to see if anyone notices. He pulls out a tater tot. A couple fall out onto the ground. A couple. Randy, Randy with a book in hand notices.
0: Yeah, it's not so easy doing all the narration, is it,
1: Scott? No, it's not. (laughs) Napoleon slowly brings one to his mouth and munches it. The crunch is very audible. Give me one of your tater tots, Napoleon. No,
2: go find your own. Come on, give me some of your tots. No,
0: I'm freaking starved. I didn't even get to eat anything today.
1: Randy scowls at him and kicks Napoleon's tot pocket from across the aisle. His pocket oozes with grease and potato. Napoleon stares at Randy. Interior, Napoleon's kitchen day. A note on the fridge reads, Napoleon, don't forget to feed Tina. Love, Grandma. Napoleon stands staring at it. Gosh. Exterior, Napoleon's backyard afternoon. Napoleon walks out of a sliding glass door. He holds a casserole dish and walks toward the fence. Tina, come and eat some ham. Napoleon stops and watches a car approach from down the dirt road. Exterior, Napoleon's house afternoon. A tattered Buick stops in front of the house. Loud new age music is blasting. Uncle Rico steps out and stretches. Napoleon walks over to him. Uncle Rico speaks with a backcountry, semi-southern accent. What are you doing here, Uncle Rico?
2: Grandma took a little spill at the sand dunes today. Broke her cock <laughs>
1: <laughs> What? Since when did she go to the dance?
2: Looks like there's a lot you don't know about her.
1: Uncle Rico pulls a briefcase out of the car and walks past Napoleon toward the house, Napoleon stands motionless holding the casserole interior in Napoleon's kitchen afternoon a greasy piece of steak being cut with a knife and a fork Uncle Rico Rico <laughs> Uncle Rico <laughs> Uncle Rico is standing behind the counter he raises a piece of meat to his mouth and begins to chew it he washes it down with a large glass mug of whole milk Mm. Napoleon and Kip are sitting at the kitchen table, quietly watching Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico chews on more steak. So, when's Grandma coming back? Not sure. You don't have to stay with us. We're not babies. (laughs) Talk to your Aunt Carolyn. Uncle Rico takes a sip of milk. Well, Kip
0: is like 32 years old.
1: I don't mind if you stay. Thanks, Kip. Kip nods back at Uncle Rico. Napoleon notices,
0: "Gosh, what the flip was Grandma doing at the sand dunes?"
2: She was on a date with her boyfriend. Her her boyfriend. "Hey, you guys want to see my video?"
1: I do. Kip gets up and leaves to the living room. Gracious. <laughs> <laughs>
0: gracious this line is out of place and unneeded gracious
1: (laughs) interior napoleon's living room afternoon a vhs tape is being shoved into a vcr uncle rico sits down in a chair next to napoleon and kip who are on a couch uncle rico holds a remote and hits play the tv screen shows uncle rico throwing some footballs at the camera that's filming him Napoleon, Kip, and Uncle Rico watch intently. The TV screen shows Uncle Rico pick up the balls under the camera, sprint back to his first position, and start throwing again. What do you think? It's pretty cool, I guess. Napoleon glares at Kip.
2: Man, I I wish I could go back in time. I'd take state.
1: Uncle Rico watches the screen. This is pretty
0: much the worst video ever made. Like, anyone can even know that, Napoleon.
1: <laughs> yes, You know what, Napoleon? You can leave. You guys are idiots. Napoleon gets up and leaves. Interior, burger joint evening. Uncle Rico and Kip sit at a booth eating milkshakes. Napoleon's been getting on my nerves lately. Uncle Rico spoons some shake into his mouth. Are you and Tammy still together? Uncle Rico looks away. (laughs) Not really.
0: Why's that?
1: (laughs) Uh, She got (laughs) jealous.
2: Said it was still living in 82. How about your girlfriend?
0: Well, it's getting a little bit serious right now. We talk online for at least two hours a day. But it's going pretty good. Right now, I'm trying to raise some money so I can fly her out for a couple of days.
1: Kip spoons some shake into his mouth. What does she look like? She's a blonde. Has a pretty good looking face. I'm getting
0: kind of TO'd because I haven't even seen a full body shot yet. Well,
2: I've got a little project I can pay you for.
1: Takes a drink of some shake. Really?
2: That sounds good. (laughs)
1: Exterior Summer's house, afternoon A big, nice house Pedro and Napoleon lay on their stomachs Peering through some vegetation Go for it Pedro stands up Holding a cake, he runs across the street to the house Napoleon looks on Pedro steps up to the porch And slowly sets the cake down in front of the door He rings the doorbell And then runs Napoleon waits on his bike Pedro stands on the pegs And they ride off Exterior, Napoleon's house afternoon, Kip and Uncle Rico sit on the front steps. Each are holding a paper plate with a couple of steaks on them.
2: Uh, Back in 82, I used to be able to
1: throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Napoleon and Pedro ride up on the bike. (laughs) Watch this. Uncle Rico grabs Kip's uneaten steak and hurls it at Napoleon and Pedro. It hits Napoleon in the hair. What the heck are you doing? Uncle Rico throws his arms up in the air as if to say, bring it on. I better go. Pedro rides off quickly. Napoleon rubs his hair and walks away. That's what I'm talking about. Uncle Rico sits back down next to Kip.
2: How much you want to bet I can throw a football over the mountains? If the coach would have put me in fourth quarter, we would have been state champions. No doubt. No doubt in my mind. You better believe things would have been different now. Would have gone pro in a heartbeat. I'd be making millions, living in a mansion somewhere, soaking it up in a hot tub with my soulmate.
1: Uncle Rico looks over at Kip. Kip,
2: I reckon you're pretty good in cyberspace. Have you ever come across anything like uh, time travel? Easy. I've already looked into it for myself
1: right on exterior high school basketball court day napoleon stands by a tetherball pole he holds the rope and looks around the area for pedro people play basketball and some girls jump rope napoleon takes a step back and throws the tetherball it swings back around and he punches it repeatedly he stops grabs the rope and looks around again summer holds a jump rope and talks with friends She looks at Napoleon. Napoleon smiles. He takes a step back and throws the ball as hard as he can. It swings back around and Napoleon jumps and hits it with his knee. Napoleon stops and looks to see if Summer was watching. Summer smiles at Napoleon. She mouths something to her friends, puts down her jump rope, and runs over to Napoleon. Napoleon grins. Is Pedro here today? I don't think so. Why? Just wondering, can you give this to him for me? She hands Napoleon a note. She turns to leave. Hey, Summer. She turns back around. Wanna play me? Napoleon holds up the tether ball. Summer shakes her head slowly and then runs back to her friends. Napoleon watches. He opens the note. It reads, No. Interior, high school hallway, day. It's passing period. Napoleon stands alone by his locker. He is wearing the same hammer pants again, but a different T-shirt. He looks around for Pedro. Randy walks by and shoves Napoleon into a locker. Randy leaves. Napoleon does a delayed kick in the air in Randy's direction. Interior, high school cafeteria, day. Napoleon eats a bowl of chili by himself. Depp sees him from another table. Exterior, high school steps, day. Napoleon sits on some steps in front of the high school. He draws a picture of a liger. Deb walks out of the school and stands behind him. What are you drawing? A liger. Napoleon signs his name and writes the date. Deb sits down on the steps, three feet from him. What's a liger? It's pretty much my
0: favorite animal. It's like a lion and a tiger mixed, bred for its skills and magic. Huh. Where's your friend? I don't know. Did you see him today? No. Neither did I.
2: Did you need a ride?
0: No. I missed the bus, but my uncle is coming to
1: get me. Oh. Uncle Rico pulls over next to the curb and honks. New Age music blares from the car radio. Napoleon looks up. See ya. Napoleon quickly gets up, runs to the car, and gets in. Deb looks on. Interior, Napoleon's house, Day. Napoleon grabs the telephone off the wall. It has a 50-foot phone cord attached to it. He stops, looks at Kip and Uncle Rico, walks out of the kitchen, around the corner, through the hall, and into his backyard, stretching the phone cord the whole way. Exterior, Napoleon's backyard, Day. Napoleon closes the door, dials a number, then puts the phone to his ear. Interior Pedro's house day, a phone rings. Pedro's sister Karina answers the phone. Bueno. Hello. Who's this? Napoleon Dynamite. Who?
0: Napoleon Dynamite. I'm one of Pedro's best friends. Your last name is Dynamite? Yeah. Is Pedro
2: there? What kind of name is that? No, he's not here right now.
1: Okay. Why? Napoleon quickly presses the receiver. Interior Napoleon's kitchen day. Napoleon walks into the kitchen with the phone. He stops. Uncle Rico and Kip are sitting at the kitchen table. Uncle Rico is holding a pen above a notepad. They both turn and glare at Napoleon. What? Uncle Rico turns to Kip. Why don't we take this somewhere a little more private? Good idea. Napoleon looks at them. Uncle Rico and Kip stand up and leave. Interior bowling alley, day. A bowling ball bounces off the bumper bowling rails as it makes its way to the pins. A large amount of pins gets knocked down. Kip stands at the head of the lane. Uncle Rico can be seen sitting down behind him at the score table. Kip takes a seat next to Uncle Rico. Before we get
2: started on a little project, I have a few concerns. First off, I'm concerned about your transportation situation. I mean, you got a car you can borrow from someone? Well, that's the problem right now. At the moment, nothing comes to mind.
1: Uncle Rico sighs.
2: You can borrow my car for the time being. I do better on foot anyway. Okay? We also need to find a way to make us look official. Like we have all the answers. How about some gold bracelets? We need like some name tags with our picture on them all laminated and whatnot. I mean, we gotta look legit. That's true. Is there some place around here that we can get our picture taken? Like some kind of studio or something?
1: Interior, Deb's studio, afternoon. Deb stands in her studio with a camera. A rack of denim jackets and colorful palm gowns is behind her. Turn your head a a little more on a slant. Uncle Rico sits on a bar stool. He wears a denim jacket with the collars flipped up. A pink pink backdrop with stars (sighs) is straight behind him. Uncle Rico turns his head.
2: Perfect. Okay, now make a
1: fist. And slowly ease it underneath your chin. Uncle Rico makes a fist and slowly places it underneath his chin. This is looking really good. You can slide that again. Okay,
2: hold still. Just imagine that you're weightless. You're in the ocean, and you're surrounded by a little sea octopus.
1: Uncle Rico softly squints his eyes and cracks a slight smile. Deb snaps the picture.
2: That was the one. That's going to come out real nice. Uncle Rico relaxes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that that felt pretty good. Actually, really relaxed. Thanks, Deb. You're up, Kip.
0: Is there some kind of vest I can wear?
1: (laughs) Interior, high school cafeteria day. Pedro sits at a table eating lunch by himself. Napoleon walks in and sits down next to him with his lunch. Where have you been?
0: I got sick.
1: How come?
0: Two days ago, I went to my cousin's birthday party.
1: Exterior, park, day. Pedro stands looking at a picnic table full of Mexican food. He holds up a paper plate under his mouth as he chomps on a taco full of carne asada.
0: And they had all this food. So I started to eat this taco with lots of meat.
1: Pedro darts his eyes around and wrinkles
0: his brow. It was like a carne asada taco. And all of a sudden, I started to feel really evil inside. And kind of sad, you know?
1: Interior, Pedro's bathroom day. Pedro lays in a bubble bath, motionless. He blinks twice.
0: So the next day... I just, like, laid in the bathtub for a couple
1: hours. Interior hospital waiting room day. Pedro sits in a lobby next to two older Mexican women.
0: And then I had to go to the hospital because my aunt was having a baby.
1: Pedro pulls out a bag of chips
0: out from a vending machine. We had to wait a really long time in the lobby, so I bought a little bag of corn tortillas from the vending machine.
1: Pedro eats some chips. He stops looks at his body, and then curiously examines
0: the chip. And right when I started eating them, I felt really good inside. The weird feeling I was having just, like, lifted out of me. It, like, evaporated into
1: nothing. Interior, high school cafeteria day, Pedro holds his milk. So, I don't know.
0: I think it was, like, some holy chips or something.
1: Napoleon stares at Pedro, his mouth slightly open, and a napkin stuffed in the neck of his shirt. Has Summer said anything to you yet? No,
0: not yet. Well, she said no. She did? Pedro looks at his food. Well, what about that other girl? What other girl? The one that left all the crap on your porch. You mean Deb? Yeah, her. What
1: about her? Well, I asked her out too. What? Pedro notices Deb approaching, looks down at his food. Napoleon looks over his shoulder to see if he can see Deb. Deb approaches the table with her sack lunch and note in hand. Napoleon turns back around and starts eating. Pedro shoves food around with a spoon. His other hand rests on the table. Deb's hand slides into frame and puts a note underneath his hand. Pedro's eyes dart over at the note and then up at Deb. She winks at him and then leaves. Napoleon glares at Pedro. Interior, high school hallway, day. Pedro unfolds the note. It reads, yes. (laughs) Pedro and Napoleon hover over the note. They stand in front of some lockers. Pedro folds the note back up and puts it in his pocket. Well, nobody's gonna go out with me. Have you asked anyone yet? No, but who
0: would? I don't even have any good skills. What do you mean? You know, like nunchucks, bow hunting, computer hacking. Girls only want boyfriends that have great skills. Aren't you pretty good at drawing, like, animals and warriors and stuff? Yes, probably the best that I know of. Just draw a picture of the girl you want to take out and give it to her for like a gift or something.
1: That's a pretty good idea. Interior Napoleon's house day, a yearbook full of student pictures. Napoleon puts his finger under the name, Tricia Stevens and then moves his finger across the page until he arrives at her photo. Napoleon smiles. He has a white piece of paper and a pencil. He begins to draw her face. Interior couple's living room day. Uncle Rico sits at a table with Lance and Shoney. A young couple. Uncle Rico wears a short sleeve shirt, tie, and name tag with his glamour shot on it. An array of Tupperware rests on the table.
2: Now if you guys decide now if you guys decide to invest in the twenty four piece set, I'm gonna throw in a little gift. Well, what's the gift?
1: Uncle Rico raises his eyebrows, reaches under the table, and pulls out a decorative mini sailboat. He sets it on the table.
2: <laughs> Bet you folks don't have one of these, do you now?
1: Shoney looks at Lance. I want that.
2: Okay, then. Now, this ain't your run-of-the-mill crapperware, guys. These are some serious new pop fiber-woven bowls. So,
0: if we buy the 24-piece set, the mini sailboat
2: is included? That is correct, sir. Now, my buddies down at NASA use these same new pump microfiber to make helmets and special tiles for the space shuttle. Okay.
1: Uncle Rico looks at Lance.
2: Lance, you look like a strong
1: young pup. Uncle Rico hands him a bowl. Try and tear this bowl. Lance tries to ah. rip it in half. I can't it. Uncle Rico and Shoni watch. He gives up and hands it back. <laughs> you guys see what I mean? Interior, copy store, day. Napoleon stands at the cashier counter. A worker wearing an apron stands on the other side. Can you guys laminate this for me? Napoleon hands him his picture of Tricia. The worker looks at it. We don't see the picture yet. Exterior, neighborhood street, day. A Tupperware bowl was shoved under a car tire. Kip walks around the car and gets in. A Latino woman stands on her lawn watching him. Kip turns on the car and backs up over the bowl. The woman watches intently. The smash bowl resumes its original form. Kip opens the door and stands up out of the car. Pretty cool. Exterior, Trisha's house, Day. A nice house. Napoleon walks up to the door with a paper bag in his hand. Napoleon knocks on the door. Interior, Trisha's living room day. Knock at the door. Uncle Rico and Eileen, Trisha's mother, sit on opposing couches. Tupperware-style products lay on the floor. Eileen gets up. Excuse me? She opens the front door. Napoleon stands looking at her. Hi. Is that Trisha here? No,
2: she's at a friend's house right now. Hey, Napoleon.
1: Napoleon looks past Eileen. Uncle Rico waves at him. Napoleon's face goes blank.
2: Napoleon's my nephew. Oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah, um, could you give this to her for me? Napoleon hands Eileen the bag. I certainly could. Thanks. Napoleon turns and leaves. Bye. Bye. She closes the door. Eileen sits back down across from Uncle Rico.
2: Uh, poor kid. I'm taking care of him while his grandma's in the hospital. He still wets the bed and everything. That breaks my heart. Oh yeah. He's a tender little guy. Changed his last name to Dynamite in junior high. Still gets beat up and whatnot. Anyhow, are we still feeling pretty good about this 32-piece set? <laughs>
1: Interior, Napoleon's kitchen afternoon. Napoleon holds Kip in a tight headlock. They struggle. What the crap was Uncle Rico doing at my girlfriend's house? Let go, Napoleon. You're bruising my neck meat. Napoleon lets go. Kip straightens up and rubs his neck. What the heck are you guys doing? Trying to ruin my life? Make me look like some freaking idiot? I'm out making some moolah with Uncle Rico. Kip rubs his hand on his neck and then looks at his hand. I think you ripped my mole off. I did? Yeah. Is my neck bleeding? Napoleon looks at the back of his neck. A little bit. Kip glares at Napoleon. Uncle Rico walks in. Hey, Kip. Napoleon glances angrily at Uncle Rico.
2: I wish you wouldn't look at me like that, Napoleon.
1: Well, I wish you would get out of my life and shut up. Uncle Rico stands still and stares at Napoleon.
2: Well, while you're out playing patty cake with Pedro, Uncle Rico's out making himself
0: 120 bucks. I can make that much money in five seconds. Yeah, right, Napoleon. I made like 75 bucks today. Kip. you're
2: on welfare. I can still make a few bucks on the side. Well, Napoleon, looks like you don't have a job. So why don't you go feed Tina?
1: Why don't you eat a decroated piece of crap? Interior, Trisha's living room evening. Trisha stands holding the paper bag. She reaches inside and pulls out Napoleon's laminated picture. She first reads a handwritten note on the back of it. It reads, There's a lot more where this came from. If you go to the dance with me, yours truly, Napoleon Dynamite. Trisha turns the sheet over to see the picture. Trisha appears frightened. You know you're going to go with that boy to the dance. Trisha turns and sees her mother standing by the couch. She drops the picture of a hideous sketch portrait that looks more like a Sasquatch than a girl. The eyes are spaced very far apart from each other. The mouth is small and the nose narrow. Trisha is written in cursive at the bottom of the portrait. Exterior, chicken farm, day. A farmer wearing overalls. A farmer wearing overalls addresses Napoleon and three younger kids outside of an enormous chicken barn. Lyle stands next to the farmer. By noon, I need them 8,000 hens moved into their new cages. Sometimes they don't want to cooperate, but just give them a good shake and they should settle down for you. Napoleon raises his hand. Do they have large talons? Do they have what, son? large talons boy i don't understand a word you just said napoleon shifts his stance a bit and shrugs okay meet me back out here at noon and we'll have a little lunch waiting for you interior chicken barn day napoleon struggles to take a chicken out of its cage he pulls it out and it flaps its wings wildly he can't seem to get it under control. Finally, he shakes it and it goes limp. He stuffs it in his new cage. <laughs> the three younger kids try to move the ferocious chickens into their new cages. Napoleon struggles with two more chickens and puts them in their cages. Exterior chicken farm day, a picnic table with a bowl of hard boiled eggs, egg salad sandwiches and orange juice. The farmer stands over the pitcher of orange juice with an egg in his hand He cracks the egg and then empties its content into the pitcher of juice. The butts of flies can be heard. (laughs) Napoleon said, uh, Napoleon and the kids look on. Farmer begins to mix the juice and egg with a large spoon. Well, dig in, youngins. Napoleon walks over to the table and grabs a sandwich. The kids follow his lead. Napoleon takes a bite of his sandwich. A kid bites into a hard-boiled egg. Another kid bites into an egg sandwich. Lyle chews on a hard-boiled egg. A different kid takes a bite of a sandwich with dry yolk and egg in his mouth. Lyle points off in the distance and begins to say something. Muffled with egg and old age, he is entirely inaudible. In the creek bed, I found some shoes on Indian arrowhead. Napoleon takes a bite of a hard-boiled egg as he is struggling to understand. The farmer takes a sip of orange juice. The other kids try to listen. Napoleon drinks some orange juice. His gag reflex kicks in slightly. Can't find my checkbook. So I hope you don't mind if I pay you in change. Interior, Napoleon's kitchen day. Napoleon sits at the table counting piles of change. Pedro sits across from him. Napoleon thinks for a moment. Six dollars? It's like a dollar an hour. The phone rings. Napoleon answers. Hello? Interior, Trisha's living room. Day. Trisha sits on a couch with a phone to her ear. Her mother sits next to her. Is Napoleon there? Yeah.
2: Can I talk to him? you already are Oh Napoleon this is Trisha I'm just calling to tell you that I can go to the dance with you and I also wanted to thank you for the beautiful drawing you did of
1: me It's hanging in my bedroom Eileen nods her head Trisha rolls her eyes Really? It took
0: me like 3 hours to do all the shading on your upper lip it's probably about the best drawing I've ever done. It's it's really nice. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll probably just pick you up at six for the dance. Is that okay? That's
1: fine. Okay. Bye. Bye. Interior Napoleon's Kitchen Day. Napoleon hangs up the phone and sits down. What was that? Trisha. Who's she?
0: My woman that I'm taking to the dance. Did you give her a drawing? Heck yes, I did. Well, what are you going to wear to the dance? Just like a silk shirt or something? What are you wearing? Deb has something for me, but you should probably get a suit.
1: Napoleon and Pedro look at each other from across the table. Interior, thrift store day. A mannequin sports a three-piece brown 70s-style suit. Soft lounge music plays in the background. Napoleon and Pedro study the suit. Pedro, how do you feel about that one? Looks nice. It looks sweet. Awesome. Pedro walks up to the mannequin and looks at the price tag. It's $12. $12? For that? Hold on. Pedro walks over to the woman at the front register. Gosh, a freaking ripoff. Do you guys have a layaway program?
2: We sure don't. Okay.
0: They don't do layaway.
1: You dare me to just hide it, then I'll come back and buy it later?
0: That's a good idea.
1: Napoleon stands by a bookcase and pulls out a lusty romance book. He walks to the corner of the store where a security camera is mounted to the ceiling. Napoleon stands underneath the camera and looks over to Pedro, who is next to the mannequin. With his fingers, Napoleon signals one, two, and three. Then Napoleon slowly raises the book cover in the front of the camera's lens. Interior security room, day. Renee, a middle-aged woman, sits in a chair in front of a security monitor. The book cover fills the whole screen. It shows a Fabio-like man with his shirt off, dipping a busty woman with flowing hair. Renee appears a little excited. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> She slowly stands up with the speed of a snail and begins the trek for the door. Interior, Thrift Store Day. Napoleon holds the book in front of the camera. Pedro stuffs the suit into an old suitcase. Renee inches her way down some stairs. Pedro puts the suitcase back. Napoleon places the book back on the shelf. Exterior, Thrift Store Day. Napoleon and Pedro exit the thrift store. Interior, thrift store, day. Renee stands in the store, out of breath. Exterior, La Tienda, gas station, day. Pedro sits on a bench in front of the gas station. Interior, (laughs) La Tienda, gas station, day. Napoleon walks up to the counter.
3: You sound like... You sound like... (laughs)
0: Have you ever ridden on Washington, D.C.'s Metro? Like they their no. subway? You sound like a subway uh-uh. announcer. Like Georgia <laughs> Avenue arriving nine o'clock day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, how's it going? The cashier looks at him. Those rolls are looking pretty nice.
0: I'm getting me some later, but you know what? I think I'll just buy me
1: one of them lotto tickets. The cashier glares at Napoleon suspiciously. My wife says I got to quit, but
0: I'm
2: just feeling really positive and. Go home. I'm not selling lottery tickets to a minor. Uh,
1: Napoleon leaves and bumps his knee into a cooler. He keeps walking. Exterior, La Tienda gas station, day. Napoleon (laughs) walks out of the gas station. Pedro sits on a bench. They wouldn't sell me one. I don't look old enough. Dang.
0: Do you think I look old enough?
1: Napoleon turns his head toward Pedro. Interior, Latiendo gas station, day. Pedro stands nervously in front of the cashier.
0: On lotto ticket, por favor.
1: The cashier looks at him suspiciously, and then he looks at Pedro's mustache. Extreme close-up of mustache. The cashier relaxes and then hands him a lotto ticket. Thanks. Thanks. Exterior, La Tienda, gas station, day. (laughs) Napoleon waits at the bench in front of the gas station. Pedro walks out and joins him. Did you get it? Pedro hands the lotto ticket to Napoleon. Yes. Napoleon scratches it off with his fingernail. Yes. Yes. Pedro, you picked a great one. We won ten bucks. Exterior, Main Street, day. In slow motion, Napoleon walks down the street in the brown three-piece suit. He holds a corsage in his hand. Interior, Napoleon's kitchen day. Uncle Rico holds a slab of steak in his hand and takes a bite of it. Then he sips on a mug of milk with ice. Napoleon stands on the other side of the counter. I need you to give me a ride in an hour. Where to?
2: The dance. Hmm. You taking my client's daughter? Yes. I gotta pick her up, too. Well, Uncle Rico's got a sale to finalize in Bonita
1: in five minutes. Can't you just take me and then drop me off when you're done or whatever? Uncle Rico looks at Napoleon and then pours a big piece of ice into his mouth. Exterior. Exterior, exterior, Dirt dirt Road. road. Afternoon. Afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Stop five. Uncle Rico drives his Buick down a dirt road. Napoleon sits next to him and the corsage sits on the dashboard. Exterior farmhouse afternoon. Napoleon sits in the park car. Uncle Rico starts to get out.
2: I'll be back in a minute. Don't disturb me while I'm in there.
1: Well, hurry up. Cause I got to get Trisha. Uncle Rico slams the door closed and then heads for the house. He knocks on the door and an old lady lets him in. Napoleon sits in the car all bored. He takes the corsage off the dash, opens the clear plastic box, and then smells it. He closes it and puts it back on the dash. Napoleon looks at the house. Napoleon looks at his watch. It reads 540. (laughs) Napoleon takes the corsage off the dash and gets out of the car. He jogs up to the house and knocks on the door. He knocks again. No answer. He runs back toward the car and then stops. He scans the long and deserted road in front of him. He starts running down the road. Exterior, Deb's house, afternoon. A finger touches a doorbell. Pedro stands at the door holding a corsage. He wears a blazer with a t-shirt underneath and some stone-washed jeans. Pedro's aunt waits behind him in an Astro minivan. Deb opens the door. She's dressed in a big pink dress with a huge puffy shoulder sleeves. Pedro hands her the corsage. She smiles and walks out. Pedro smiles back. Exterior dirt road afternoon. Napoleon slowly jogs down the empty road. He stops and bends over to catch his breath. He looks at his watch. It reads 5.55 p.m., napoleon throws his head back gosh napoleon slowly brings his head back down hip-hop beats can be heard in the distance napoleon notices he turns his head in the direction of the music a slick low rider impala drives down the road with a big cloud of dust trailing behind napoleon watches the car approach the impala slows down and stops right in front of him Passenger number one and passenger number two with shaved heads, white t-shirts, mustaches, and soul patches sit in the car. Both wear big black sunglasses. They look at Napoleon. Interior, lowrider, afternoon. Napoleon sits in the back of the lowrider as it drives down the road. So, are you guys Pedro's cousins with all the sweet hookups? That's true. Napoleon nods his head and looks out the window. Exterior, Trisha's house, afternoon. A finger touches the doorbell. Napoleon stands on the porch holding the corsage. The lowrider can be seen behind him in the driveway. The front door opens to reveal Trisha's dad, Sheldon. He studies Napoleon for a moment. Is Trisha here? Sheldon notices the lowrider over Napoleon's shoulder. Its front hydraulics bounce the car a bit. Hip-hop beats can be heard from the car.
2: Who is that in my driveway?
1: That's my ride. Oh,
2: Whoa there, big guy. My daughter's not going anywhere with you and your amigos.
1: Sheldon, come here. Sheldon hesitates and then moves behind the door. He and Eileen can be heard bickering behind the partially closed door. Napoleon shifts a bit and stretches his neck out. Sheldon opens the door again, defeated.
2: Yeah, just make sure she sits by an airbag.
1: Okay. Interior, lowrider, afternoon. Passenger number one drives. Tricia sits shotgun, and Napoleon and passenger number two sits in the back. They drive down the street listening to hip-hop music. Interior, high school dance, evening. Teenage couples slowly sway to a slow song. The camera zooms through the crowd of bodies to catch Napoleon and Trisha walking in. They come in and sit on some chairs next to the wall. From his seat, Napoleon looks for Pedro. Different couples bear hug dance. The camera zooms in on Pedro and Deb who dance on the other side of the crowd. They chat happily. Napoleon tries to get Pedro's attention by waving his arm. No luck. Napoleon turns to Tricia, who has her arms folded and is looking away. You want to go over there by my friend Pedro and dance really quick? Tricia acts like she doesn't hear him. She stands up quickly and walks over to a group of her friends sitting on some other chairs. They chat happily. Napoleon watches her. He then tries to distract himself by looking at the dance again. Interior, high school bathroom, evening. Napoleon walks into the bathroom and viciously pumps the lever on the paper towel dispenser. He rips off a sheet of brown paper towel and blows his nose. Interior, high school dance, evening. Don is among Trisha's friends. He motions his head towards the exit a few times. Trisha looks back to where Napoleon was sitting. The chair is empty. She turns back to her friends and nod. Trisha and the group leave. Interior, high school bathroom, evening. Napoleon looks at himself in the mirror. He takes out a pack of Big League Chew grape Bubble Gum. He pulls out a handful, puts it in his mouth, and begins chewing. He exits. Interior high school dance, evening. Napoleon walks into the dance and looks around. He stands alone, looking for Trisha. Napoleon? Pedro and Deb are standing next to him now.
0: When did you get here?
1: A minute ago. Have
0: you guys seen Trisha anywhere? No. Uh, she probably just went to the bathroom. Are you guys having a killer time? Yes. They all watch the dance. If you can't find her, I'll let you dance with Deb for a few songs.
1: Napoleon and Deb dance together during a slow song. They move slowly and awkwardly. Napoleon raises his hand and tenderly lifts one of her puffy sleeves at her shoulder. I like your sleeves. They're real
0: big. Thanks. So... Are you and Pedro getting really serious now? No.
2: We're just friends. Huh. How's your glamour shops going lately? Pretty good. I could do a personal portrait sometime.
1: If you wanted to come over. Okay. She looks away and they keep on dancing. Interior high school hallway, evening. Pedro takes a drink from the drinking fountain. He looks up at the wall above the fountain. A poster reads, class elections. To run for for president, sign up at the office. Pedro studies the sign. Interior high school dance, evening. Pedro, Napoleon, and Deb sit on some chairs. How do you run for president? Interior high school office day, an office with a secretary, Pedro and Napoleon walk up to the desk. Hey, how are you guys doing?
2: What can I do for you?
0: How do you sign up to become the school president? You mean run
2: for office? Yes, that's what I mean. You need to fill out an application and turn it in before three.
1: Where do we get one of those? right there she points she points to a stack of blue papers on a counter thanks pedro grabs an application as he grabs one summer wheatley walks up behind him and grabs one also she pauses and glares at pedro for a second then she quickly turns and walks away exterior high school steps day napoleon and pedro sit on some steps in front of the school pedro reads the blue application.
0: Tomorrow, I can start putting campaign flyers on people's lockers.
1: Pedro lowers the application and thinks for a moment. What should I put on them? I don't know. I could draw, like, a really
0: sweet picture of you flying around on a dragon. Then we could have it say, reach for the stars. What about the FFA competition? Oh, yeah. When is it? Tomorrow. Crap! Do you think people will vote for me? Heck yes! I'd vote for you! Like, what are my skills? Well, you got a sweet bike. You're pretty good at hooking up with chicks. Plus, you're like the only guy at school that has a mustache. That's true. If you need to use any of my skills, I'll do whatever you want. Thanks. If I win, you can be my secretary or something. Sweet. Plus, I could be your bodyguard, too, or like a secret service captain or whatever.
1: Okay. Interior, Napoleon's house, day. A homemade time machine sits on the kitchen table. It is a gray metal box with a knob on it, a counter to punch in the date, a wire going from the box to a metal headband, and a metal headband that has a wire going to a metal T-handle with a ball in the end. A white piece of paper is taped to the box. It reads, don't touch. He glances over at Kip, who is typing on the computer. Is that yours? Don't touch it. It's Uncle Rico's. What's it for? Napoleon sits down at the table to examine it further. It's a time machine. He bought it online.
0: Yeah, right. It works, Napoleon. You don't know.
1: Have you guys tried it yet? No. Napoleon grabs a photocopied packet entitled Time Machine Modulus, User's Manual. Napoleon has the metal headband strapped to his head. He looks over to the wall. The time machine is plugged into a socket. Napoleon looks at the manual. It shows a clip art man holding the T-handle between his legs. Napoleon does the same thing. Kip watches as he walks in place nervously. Don't do it, Napoleon. Napoleon darts his eyes over at his brother and then back at the box on the table. He looks at the on-off switch. Jeremy? Napoleon, don't. Napoleon takes a deep breath. He reaches over and flips on the switch. A red light above the switch comes on and a low hum can be heard. Napoleon feels a sudden surge of pain in his groin and head. He jerks around in his seat. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, my pack! It hurts! Turn it off! Kip runs over and unplugs it. Napoleon grunts in pain. Kip watches curiously. Uh, I forgot to put in the crystals. Kip grabs a Ziploc bag of crystals on the counter. Put them in the crystal holder right there. Napoleon points to a small metal cup mounted to the top of the box. Kip puts them in. Are you ready? Yeah. Hold on. Napoleon repositions the T-handle between his legs. Okay, turn it on. Kip plugs in the time machine. A low hum is heard instantly. Napoleon squints his eyes to endure the pain. A crackling noise can be heard. Napoleon starts to twitch a bit. Oh, oh, my back! My back, turn it off! Uncle Rico stands in the hallway watching. He holds a briefcase. Kip unplugs it. Napoleon closes his eyes and turns his head up to the ceiling in pain. Oh, it's a piece of crap. It doesn't work. (laughs) I could have told you that. Napoleon and Kip turn and see Uncle Rico. Interior grocery store afternoon. Uncle Rico pushes a grocery cart down an aisle. He walks as if he's favoring his groin. Napoleon walks into frame, also favoring his groin, and puts a pack of markers in the cart. Uncle Rico looks at them.
2: I said the 16-pack, not the 38. You're just going to have to
1: mix and match. Now put them back. Gosh! Napoleon grabs the markers and walks out of frame. Uncle Rico keeps pushing the cart. Summer Wheatley is the cashier. She punches some numbers into the cash register. She glances at Napoleon and Uncle Rico who load groceries into the conveyor belt. Uncle Rico notices a box of individualized chips. Napoleon, you know we can't afford the fun pack? We're not made of money. Take him back and get some
2: pampers for you and your brother.
1: Napoleon looks at Summer angrily. She grins. Napoleon leaves. Interior, FFA, Agriculture Building, day. A jar of milk is brought up to Napoleon's lips. He takes a drink. He sets it back down on the table where there are other jars of milk with numbers on them. A banner hanging from the table reads, Future Farmers of America. Three FFA judges with clipboards and blue corduroy jackets stand behind him. Napoleon moves his tongue around in his mouth. The defect in that one is bleach. Hmm. Correct. Yes. Napoleon brings another jar of milk to his mouth and drinks. He sets the jar back down. It tastes like this cow got into an onion patch. Judge number one raises his eyebrows and nods to judge number two. Correct. Yes. Interior FFA barn day. A set of cow udders. Pedro is kneeling down studying them. An old judge stands behind him with a clipboard. They're pretty good, except for one little problem. Pedro points his fingers at a fifth nipple on the other.
0: That little guy right there, he is nipple number five. A good dairy cow should have only, like, four.
1: Well done. Interior, FFA, Agriculture Building Day. Napoleon takes a sip of another jar of milk. He sets it back on the table. He thinks... Delicious. It's fine. It's just good old-fashioned whole milk. The judges compare their clipboards.
2: Well done. Correct again. You're in first place. Yes.
1: Yes. Napoleon makes a fist. Interior high school hallway day. A series of shots of buttons being placed onto shirts. The buttons read, Summer for President. Summer, Tricia, Dawn, and others pass them out to kids during passing period. Lockers are adorned with flyers of Summer's face and text that reads, Vote for Summer. Pedro and Napoleon stand in the hall with gold medals around their neck. Watching them pass out the campaign buttons, Pedro wipes some sweat off of his forehead with his index finger. Do you think it's kind of warm in here? No. I think
0: they have the heater on or something. Seems pretty good to me. You don't feel like your head is burning or anything? No.
1: I'm going to go home and lay down. Okay. See ya. Pedro turns and leaves. Napoleon takes a bite of a roll. Don approaches him with a button. Vote for Summer. He tries to hand Napoleon a button. Yeah, right. not voting for her. Who are you going to vote for, Napoleon? I'm voting for Pedro Sanchez. Who do you think? Don starts laughing. He shakes (laughs) his head and starts to leave. Hey, can I still have one of those buttons? Don looks at him warily and then hands him one. Napoleon grabs it, quickly turns and violently hurls it down the other end of the hall. The hall immediately goes silent as Summer, Trisha and others look on. Napoleon immediately runs down some stairs to his right. Interior Burger Joint Day. Uncle Rico and Kip sit across from each other eating onion rings and shakes. The guy in Florida ever give you your money back yet?
2: <laughs> I sent him an email saying I was going to notify the authorities if I didn't get a full refund in full. Well, don't But don't you ever wish that you could go back? I mean, with all the knowledge you have now? I guess so. I tell you what, you'd find your soulmate. I've already got a soulmate. Oh, yeah. What was her name again? LaFonda. Yeah, LaFonda. How's she doing?
0: I think I'm going to need some time off. She's coming out from Detroit for a few days.
2: Well, what about work? Have you studied up on the new product? Yes. Do you know it back to front? Basically. Well, try to sell something to that girlfriend of yours.
1: Kip looks squarely at Uncle Rico. She doesn't need it. Uncle Rico chews on an onion ring. Exterior, Pedro's house, day. Pedro sits on his driveway with his bike upside down. He wears a hooded sweatshirt with the drawstring pulling the hood tight around his face. He works on the bike. Napoleon approaches from the sidewalk. He holds a trapper keeper. Hey, I did some drawings for the flyers. Pedro turns the pedals on his bike around. Thanks. Why do you got your hood on like that? Well, when I came home from school. Interior Pedro's kitchen day. Pedro stands in his kitchen and drinks a tall glass of ice water. Well, when I came home from school, my
0: head started to get really hot. So I drank some cold water but it didn't do nothing.
1: Interior, Pedro's bathroom, day. Pedro lays in a bubble bath. So,
0: I lay in the bathtub for a while, but then I realized that it was my hair that was making my head so hot.
1: Interior, Pedro's kitchen, day. Pedro stands in his kitchen with an electric razor and starts shaving his head. So, I went in my kitchen, and I shaved it all off. Exterior, Pedro's house, day. Pedro sits next to his bike. I don't want anyone to see. Napoleon stares at him. Interior, Deb's studio, afternoon. Napoleon and Deb stand beside a table of mannequin heads with wigs on them. Pedro is sitting down on a stool. Deb hands Napoleon a curly red wig. Napoleon grabs at it, but grabs Deb's hand instead. Sorry. Deb looks away shyly. She grabs another wig off of a mannequin head. It's brown and manly. This one matches your season, Pedro. Thank you. Exterior high school morning. A bewigged Pedro and Napoleon pull up to the high school on the huffy. Napoleon stands on the pegs. They get off the bike and go in. Interior high school hallway morning. An empty, quiet hallway. Another empty, quiet hallway. Pedro and Napoleon stand and enjoy the silence. Snap zooms. A roll of tape, Pedro rips a piece off. Napoleon slams a flyer on a locker over the top of Summer's flyer. It reads, reach for the stars with Pedro. It shows a sketch of Pedro flying on a dragon with stars above him. Pedro rips off a piece of tape. Napoleon slams a flyer on a wall of tile, above a drinking fountain, on a door, on a vending machine, above some urinals, etc., Napoleon and Pedro walk over to a locker and look at it. It's covered with summer campaign paraphernalia. A blue school bell rings. Exterior high school steps. Morning. A boondoggle keychain is placed into a hand. Another boondoggle keychain is placed into a different hand. Vote for Pedro. Vote for Pedro. Napoleon and Pedro stand in front of the school doors, passing out keychains to arriving students. Napoleon wears a t-shirt with iron-on letters that read, Vote for Pedro. Pedro wears a vaquero blazer with a white shirt and bolo tie and a brown wig with a part in it.
0: Reach for the stars with
1: Pedro. Pedro hands a keychain to a girl. Vote for Pedro. Napoleon hands a keychain to a student. Summer and Trisha stand by a tree and watch. The keychain is attached to it. A keychain is attached to a belt loop. Another is placed on a finger like a big ring. And one is attached to an FFA jacket zipper and then zipped up. Interior high school hallway, day. Nathan, a small teenager with braces, puts some books into his locker. Randy walks up behind him and pinches his neck with his hand. Nathan shrinks in pain.
2: Nathan, let me borrow 50 cents so I can buy a pop. I don't have
1: any,
3: Randy.
2: Come on, Hesity. I'll pay you back.
3: Don't. Hesity.
1: Napoleon sips from a drinking fountain and notices the scuffle. Randy pinches Nathan's neck harder. Nathan begins to bend over in pain. Stop.
3: Stop. Here.
1: Nathan pulls some change out of his pocket and hands it to Randy. Randy leaves. Nathan rubs his neck. Hey. Nathan turns and sees Napoleon standing next to him. How's your neck doing? Thanks. That's too bad. Napoleon pulls a boondoggle keychain out of his jacket and hands it to Nathan. Pedro offers you his protection. Nathan looks down at the keychain in his hand and then back up at Napoleon. Exterior bike rack. Hey. The combination on a cheap bike lock is unlocked. Nathan pulls his bike off the bike rack. Randy approaches him.
2: Nathan, I borrow your bike. I'll give you two size nut rolls and some chips when I bring it back. No!
1: Nathan tries to leave, but Randy grabs the handlebars and they fight over the bike. Hip-hop beats can be heard. Passenger number one and number two pull up to the curb in their lowrider. A sign written in gothic calligraphy is mounted to the side of their car. It reads, vote for Pedro. Randy stops and looks at the car. Passenger number one shakes his head at Randy, who lets go of the bike and runs off. Nathan glances over at the car. Passenger number one gives him a casual nod. Interior, high school hallway, day. A group of nerdy boys put out their hands. Pedro gives each one a boondoggle keychain. Exterior, bus station, day. Kip waits at a bus station holding a cardboard sign that reads La Fonda. A vase of flowers is at his feet. People file out of the big charter bus. Kip looks for Lafonda. A pair of gold high heels steps down from the bus. The camera tilts up to reveal Lafonda, a tall, sexy, busty black woman with long blonde hair. Kip smiles. Lafonda, I brought you some king sized nut rolls. At ground level, we see Kip's shoes and the vase of flowers. The pair of gold heels rush into frame and accidentally kick over the vase of flowers as the two embrace. Exterior, neighborhood street, afternoon. Trisha and Summer walk down the sidewalk slowly. Uncle Rico's car slowly creeps up alongside them. He sticks his head out the window and stops the car next to them.
2: Hey, are you uh, Trisha? Yeah. Do you remember me? I'm one of your mom's friends. I'm Napoleon's uncle.
1: Trisha glances at Summer. Oh, yeah.
2: Could you uh, do me a favor? Give a couple of these to your mom for me?
1: Uncle Rico hands Trisha a handful of peach-colored flyers. Just tell her she can pass
2: them out to her friends or whoever. Okay. Now, you guys feel free to give me a call if you could use some.
1: Trisha looks at the flyer. It reads, Bust Plus. Increase your breast size in days. The natural way. A picture of a busty lady in a sweater. Interior, high school classroom, day. Napoleon sits at his desk. Randy sits next to him.
2: Hey, Napoleon. I heard your family sells breast enhancer for a living.
1: Oh, where'd
2: you hear that? Her?
1: Randy points to Tricia, who sits at the front of the class. Napoleon scowls. Interior, high school hallway, day. Napoleon walks down the hall during passing period. Napoleon's locker is covered in peach bust plus flyers. He stares at it. Exterior park day. Kip and Lafonda sit at a picnic table. Kip spoons a glob of milkshake. He slowly reaches across the table and puts it into Lafonda's mouth. She closes her eyes and swallows it in pleasure. Kip watches her. She looks back at him and studies his eyes. She slowly reaches for his face, hesitates and then lifts off his glasses. She sets them on the table. She pulls out a black velvet jewelry box and sets it on the table. She opens it. Kip looks inside. La Fonda pulls out a thick gold chain. Kip raises his eyebrows. She reaches over and puts it on him. Exterior, Neighborhood Street, afternoon. Uncle Rico drives down the street. A grapefruit hits the driver's side door. (laughs) Uncle Rico slams on the brakes and looks out the window. Napoleon stands at the side of the road by a tree. He looks at Uncle Rico and then makes a run for it. Uncle Rico gets out of the car and bolts after him. They run across a small field. Napoleon slips on some leaves and falls. Uncle Rico jumps on top of him and puts him in a headlock. They struggle on the ground. Why on earth are you throwing crap in my van, Napoleon? Everyone at school thinks I'm a freaking idiot because of you. Uncle Rico tightens his hold and they roll on the ground. Napoleon grunts in pain. You're
2: going to clean my van right now.
1: Let go of me, you it. Napoleon lands a chop to his kidneys. Uncle Rico lets go. Napoleon storms off. Exterior, high school, day. Pedro and Deb stand in front of the high school. Pedro looks at his watch.
0: Napoleon is supposed to be here. Have you seen him? No. That's weird or something.
1: Pedro reveals that he's holding onto a rope. He gives it a few tugs. The rope is attached to a pinata effigy of summer that is hanging on a tree. It bobs up and down as a blindfolded boy swings at it with a broom handle. Other teenagers cheer him on. Exterior thrift store day. Napoleon walks down the street and goes into the thrift store. Interior thrift store day. Napoleon tries on a fanny pack and then puts it back on the rack. He handles a pair of nunchucks. He looks through a pile of videotapes. He pulls one out. It reads, Dequan's Dance Grooves. The cover shows a smiling black man wearing a head microphone. A 50-cent price sticker is on the cover also. Napoleon's eyes grow big. Napoleon drops two quarters into the cashier's hand. Exterior, thrift store, day. Napoleon walks quickly out of the store. Interior, high school office, day. Pedro sits on a chair outside of the principal's office. Deb looks at him from the hallway. The principal opens the door. Pedro, step into my office, please. Pedro looks up at the principal and goes inside. Interior, principal's office, day. The principal sits at his desk. Pedro looks at him blankly.
2: Look, Pedro... I don't know how they do things in Juarez, but here in Idaho, we have a little something called pride. Understand? Smashing in the face of a pinata that resembles Summer Wheatley is a disgrace to you, me, and the entire gym state.
1: Interior, Napoleon's bedroom day. Napoleon sits on his bed, scratching his head. He blankly looks around the room. Napoleon pulls the Dequan's Dance Groove's video out of his jacket and looks at it. He hits the eject button on his VCR, and the cassette holder pops up. He inserts the tape and hits play. Napoleon closes the door to his room. From outside the closed door, we hear a happy music intro, and then Dequan's voice.
0: Hi, I'm Dequan. You ready to get your
1: groove on? Yes.
0: Okay, let's get started.
1: Interior high school hallway day. Pedro stands in an empty hallway taking his flyers off lockers and crumpling them up. Exterior high school steps day. Pedro sits on some steps thinking. Deb comes down and sits next to him.
2: Are you
0: disqualified? No. They just made me take down all my flyers as a penalty for the piñata.
2: So you can still run for president?
0: Yeah. I don't understand. He said you're not allowed to smash piñatas that look like real people, but we do it in Mexico all the time.
2: Mm. Well, your hair looked great today. Thank you. I can make some more boondoggles if you ran out. That's okay. I still have a lawn. All
1: right. See you tomorrow, Pedro. Pedro waves goodbye. Deb leaves. Interior, Napoleon's kitchen. Afternoon. Napoleon stands in front of the fridge with his back to us. He pours himself a glass of red Kool-Aid. He turns around. His face is sweaty and his shirt has sweat stains on it. Dance music can be heard coming from his room. Napoleon takes a drink. La Fonda sits at the kitchen table looking at Napoleon. Napoleon notices her and chokes on his drink. She speaks with a low and sexy voice. Who are you? I'm La Fonda. What are you doing here? I'm waiting
0: for Kip. Kip? Why are you so sweaty? I've been practicing.
1: Practicing what? Some dance moves. Napoleon (laughs) quickly takes a gulp of Kool-Aid. You like dancing? The sound of a door closing. Kip comes in. He looks entirely different. No glasses, sports a gold chain, a ribbed turtleneck sweater, a puffy vest, and baggy jeans. Well, my chores are done. Napoleon stares at Kip, shocked.
0: Are you ready, LaFonda? I am, honey. Sorry, Napoleon. We're running a little late for some prime rib. Tell Uncle Rico not to wait up for
1: me. LaFonda pulls a cassette tape out of her purse. You might like this. My cousin made it. LaFonda hands the tape to Napoleon. I'll be outside waiting, baby. Bye, Napoleon. LaFonda leaves. See ya. Kip watches her leave. Kip sighs. LaFonda is the best
0: thing that has ever happened to me. I'm 100% positive she's my soulmate. I'm sure there's a babe out there for you too somewhere. They awkwardly look
1: at each other. Peace out. Kip leaves. See ya. Exterior, high school basketball field day. A gym class plays kickball. Napoleon is on the mound. He rolls the ball to a boy at the plate. The boy kicks the ball over Napoleon and runs to first base. Summer comes up to the plate. Napoleon holds the ball. Don and Tricia stand behind the fence. Come on, Summer. Home run. Summer gives Napoleon a crusty look. Napoleon looks at Pedro, who is playing shortstop. Napoleon looks back at Summer and rolls the ball. Summer bunts it with her foot and sprints toward first base. Napoleon scrambles for the ball and then launches it as hard as he can at Summer. It hits her leg with a slap and makes her trip and fall to the ground. Ah, uh! Napoleon pants like a wolf. Trisha and Don run over to help Summer.
2: Oh yeah. You're a big man, Napoleon. Real tough.
1: Napoleon walks to the bench. The team exchanges. The team changes sides. Summer gets up and limps to her position in right field. Pedro steps up to the plate. Don takes his position with the ball on the mound. You're going to lose
2: tomorrow. You know it, Pedro.
1: Pedro rubs his mustache. Don rolls the ball. uh, Pedro drills it into the field. He runs to first base. Safe. Napoleon steps up to the plate. Hey, Napoleon, you wet the
2: bed last night? Hey, Don, did you take a dump in your bed last night? I could kick your butt, Napoleon, so I'd shut up. Why don't you go tell your mom to shut up? What did you say? Whatever I feel like I want to say. Did you just say something about my mom? Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. (laughs) Do you want to die, Napoleon? Yeah, right.
0: Who's the only one here who knows illegal ninja moves from the government?
1: Don steps right up to Napoleon's face. Step up. They exchange looks. Silence. Pedro watches from first base. Summer and Trisha watch from the outfield. Napoleon quickly slaps Don in the face. Don squeals like a girl. Ah! Don bends over and holds his face. Napoleon runs off the field as fast as he can. Pedro looks down at the ground. Here, Scott,
0: just for this part, I'll do all the exterior and interiors for you. Give you a break.
1: Okay.
3: Exterior, dirt road, day.
1: (laughs) Napoleon runs down a dirt road next to some power lines.
3: Interior, high school, hallway, day.
1: Pedro stares blankly at a poster on the wall. It reads, election assembly tomorrow, candidate speeches, etc.
3: Exteria, Johnson Reservoir, day.
1: Napoleon stands at the edge of a lake with a fishing pole and viciously casts out his line. It makes a plop sound as it hits the water.
3: Exteria, Pedro's house, day.
1: Pedro rides his bike up to the house, puts the kickstand up and goes inside. The bike falls as he walks away from it.
3: Exterior, Johnson Reservoir, day.
1: Napoleon reels in a small fish. He grabs the line and takes the fish off the hook.
3: Exterior, Pedro's kitchen, day baby.
1: Pedro sits at his table writing on a piece of paper.
3: Interior, Pedro's bathroom, day.
1: Pedro lays in a bubble bath. He submerges his head.
3: Interior, Deb's studio. Day.
1: Uncle Rico stands by a rack of prom gowns. He fondles one of their necklines. Deb is pulling down a backdrop of a library scene. Is this what you were looking for?
2: Well, I was thinking something a little more soft around the edges.
1: He continues to smooth out the bodice of a prom gown with his fingers.
2: Well, I have a nice soft pink sheet that I could hang, and then I could wrap you in foam or something billowy. Billowy is is good.
1: Uncle Rico walks towards Deb. He stands very close to her. She is oblivious to his sudden closeness and goes on jabbering.
2: It would be really nice if I got the fan going and hung some tensils from the top.
1: Deb turns around to find Uncle Rico intimidatingly close.
2: You know, uh, Deborah, you have striking features. Such a soft face should be complemented with a soft body.
1: Deb drops the pink sheet.
2: Um, uh, Mr. Rico, my friends and clients call me Uncle Rico. What, uh, what are you. Shh. <laughs> Don't say another word. Napoleon told me you'd be interested. Napoleon?
1: Uncle Rico quickly unbuttons the vest he is wearing. Deb gasps. Uncle Rico takes out a bus plus pamphlet from his shirt pocket. He sets it on a stool. You just, just give me a call when you're ready. Uncle Rico winks at her and then saunters out. Deb stands frozen. She looks at the pamphlet on the stool. Interior, Napoleon's house day. The phone rings. Napoleon's bedroom door is mostly closed, but through a crack, we see him following along to Dequan's dance grooves. The phone rings loudly. Interior, Napoleon's kitchen, day. Napoleon, sweating profusely, grabs the phone. Hello? Exterior, phone booth, day. Deb stands at a royal phone booth with phone in hand, intercut with Napoleon in kitchen. Napoleon? Yeah? Who's this? It's Deb.
2: And I'm calling to let you know that I think you're a shallow friend. I don't
1: even know what
2: you're talking about. Don't lie, Napoleon. Your Uncle Rico made it clear how you feel about me. What? I don't need herbal enhancers to feel good about myself. And if you're so concerned about that, why don't you try eating some yourself?
1: Napoleon listens with a blank look on his face.
2: Also, Pedro told me that you slapped Don in the face today. I hope that doesn't disqualify him from giving his speech tomorrow.
1: Deb hangs up on Napoleon. Interior, Napoleon's kitchen day. Napoleon slowly pulls the phone away from his ear and hangs it up. Exterior, Napoleon's backyard day. Uncle Rico stands throwing footballs toward a camera on a tripod. Napoleon walks out the back door of the house. Grandma just called. She said you're supposed to go home now. Uncle Rico stops and looks at Napoleon. She didn't tell me anything. He throws a football. Too bad. She says she doesn't want you here when she gets back because
2: you've been ruining everybody's lives and eating all steak. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere, Napoleon. Get off my property. It's a free country. I do what I want.
1: Get off my property. I'll call the cops on you. Go. Do it then. Maybe I will. Gosh. Interior Napoleon's kitchen day. Napoleon grabs the phone off the hook and dials. Interior, Pedro's house day. The phone rings. Pedro sits on a couch. He picks up the phone next to him. Intercut with Napoleon in the kitchen. Hello? Pedro, how's it going?
0: Good. What are you doing right now? Just relaxing. Dub just called me. She pretty much hates me right now. Why? Because my Uncle Rico's an idiot. Do you have anything you can give her? No. Not unless she likes fish. Are you still going to give a speech tomorrow? Yeah. Are you going to come? Yes. I'll be there. You already know what you're going to say? Yeah, but not all of it. Just tell them that their wildest dreams will come true
1: if they vote for you. Pedro takes a deep breath. I'll see you tomorrow, Pedro. Napoleon hangs up the phone. He turns around and walks to the bay window. He watches Uncle Rico through the window. Uncle Rico throws a football and then cusses himself out. Napoleon looks on. Zoom in on Napoleon. Exterior, empty road, morning. The sun is popping up over the rolling hills. The school bus drives across frame exterior Napoleon's house morning Napoleon wearing a vote for Pedro t-shirt again a walkman and a carrying and carrying a tin foil wrapped fish walks out of his front door Uncle Rico's Buick is missing Napoleon walks to the end of the driveway and gets on the bus interior school bus morning Napoleon walks to the back of the bus he sits across from Vern what do you listen to Napoleon None of your business, Flip. Both boys turn toward the windows. Napoleon picks up the tinfoiled fish and smells it. Interior, high school auditorium day. The entire audience is sitting quietly, staring up at an empty stage. Summer Wheatley walks onto the stage, and a spotlight follows her. She's wearing a pantsuit. The audience cheers for her. Pedro and Napoleon watch from backstage. Well, I never thought I'd make it here today. Exterior, neighborhood street, day. Uncle Rico walks briskly down the street. He is wearing his name badge and carrying bus pus pamphlets. Interior, offstage room, day. Pedro stands nervously wearing a bolo tie and cowboy boots. He is staring at his crumpled speech. Napoleon stands next to him. Interior, high school auditorium, day. Who
2: wants to see chimichangas next year?
1: Not me. With me, it will be
2: summer all year long.
1: Interior, offstage room, day. Pedro looks up and mouths the words, Ayúdame, señor. Interior, high school auditorium, day. The audience applauds. The principal stands on stage with a microphone in hand.
2: And now Summer will perform her skit with some of the members of the Happy Hands Club. Hmm. Wow, 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 wow.
1: A love song can be heard. Interior offstage room day. A teacher walks up to Pedro. Your skit is up next. Your skit
2: better be pretty good. A skit? You perform a skit after your speech, Pedro?
1: What? A flippin' skit? What do you mean? Tell us about this. Several girls including Summer and Trisha wearing matching black spandex outfits wave their hands majestically to a Brian Adams type song. The audience is in awe. The principal stands off stage, mesmerized. Interior, Rex's kitchen day. Uncle Rico sits casually at a dining table. Starla, the 30 something bodybuilder lady, sits across from Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico has several pamphlets strewn over the table. He crosses his legs. Now,
2: if you look right here, we have Sally Johnson from Mantua, Colorado.
1: Uncle Rico hands Starla an open pamphlet. Can you read that uh, that testimonial right there?
0: Sure. After using Busk Plus, I have such big boobs.
1: <laughs> Starlet joke's on her word.
2: Um, I don't feel comfortable reading this. That's fine, that's fine. But do you feel comfortable with me?
0: Well, this is kind of
2: personal. <laughs> well, let's get down to the point. What size do you take? Um, a B. How do you feel about that?
1: Interior High School Auditorium Day. A cheering audience. Interior Offstage Room Day. Napoleon and Pedro stand frozen in the dressing room. I don't really want to be president
0: anyway. Pedro, just listen to your heart. That's what I'd do.
1: i will just tell them that I don't have nothing to say. Interior High School Auditorium Day. Pedro walks out onto the stage. The spotlight blares him. He holds his speech over his eyes. Napoleon watches. Pedro tries to see someone familiar in the audience. He stumbles and kicks the podium. Hello. I don't have much to say. Interior wrecks kitchen day. Uncle Rico is standing near a rack of pots and pans. Starla is sitting petrified. Uh, Let's just say... Uncle Rico, attempting to be graceful, pulls two small cooking pots off the rack.
2: You are somewhere around here. Yeah, that seems about right.
1: Uncle Rico places the small pots up to his chest. Exterior Rex's house, Day. Rex of Rex Rexquando gets out of a Subaru Brat. He is in his hammer pants and a polo. He walks toward the house. Interior, Rex's kitchen, day. Uncle Rico has the pots up to his chest still.
2: With three weeks of my product, you're going to be about here.
1: Uncle Rico grabs two larger pots from the rack and proceeds to hold them over Starless chest. Door slam. Rex appears. Uncle Rico, frozen, looks back at him. Interior, high school auditorium, day. Pedro is still at the microphone. His forehead is sweaty. He wipes it. Uh, okay. great. FFA
0: schedule lined up, and I'd like to see more of that. Exterior Rex's
1: house, day. Sounds of pots crashing and Uncle Rico getting beat up. Get him, Rex. Interior offstage, day. Napoleon looks around. He scratches his head. He pulls out a cassette tape from his Walkman. He looks down at it. He looks out toward the stage. Interior high school auditorium, day. Pedro still stands giving his speech. If you vote for
0: me, all of your wildest dreams will come true.
1: Thank you. The audience claps less energetically. Pedro walks backstage. Interior backstage day. Napoleon stands off stage watching Pedro walk past him. Pedro looks exhausted. He's pulling off his bolo tie and unbuttoning his collar. Napoleon looks at him, lets out a deep breath, and walks away.
2: And now we will enjoy a skit by Pedro
1: Sanchez. The curtains open to an empty stage, silence. The curtains open up to an empty stage, silence. The audience looks on, Napoleon slowly walks out on stage. Interior, sound room, day. The sound technician puts the cassette into a tape player. He hits play. Interior, high school auditorium, day. Napoleon turns and faces the audience with his hands in his pockets. Dance music begins. The dance music's beat increases. In sync with the beats, Napoleon begins to dance. The audience is silent. Napoleon dances seamlessly for the entire song. He struts a fusion of disco and hip-hop dance moves. It is amazing. The song finishes and Napoleon runs off, leaving an empty stage. The audience erupts with applause. Interior, off-stage room day. Pedro stands smiling. Interior, high school auditorium day. Don, Summer, and Trisha sit in the audience, stunned and motionless. Deb sits further down, and she smiles broadly, clapping furiously. Exterior, Main Street, day. Napoleon walks down the street by himself. Music plays. Exterior, bus station, day. Kip and LaFonda stand at a bus station. Kip is carrying two suitcases. A bus pulls up. The destination card reads Detroit. Napoleon stands across the street and sees them. Kip and LaFonda step onto the bus. Napoleon looks on. The bus pulls away. Exterior, Airstream, day. The bus wipes past to reveal Uncle Rico standing in front of his Airstream trailer throwing a football with his left arm. His right arm is in a sling. He struggles to throw the football towards a video camera on a tripod. He squints in frustration, lets out a sigh. He notices something out in the distance. A pretty lady rides a bike towards him on a dirt road. He goes for the football. She gets closer. He winds up and waits. She looks over at him from the bike. He throws the football as tough as he can. A bike tire skids to a stop. Uncle Rico turns to her. She glances back.
2: You, uh, you want to see my video?
1: Exterior, park, day. A white cake reads in frosting, Presidente Pedro. Pedro stands behind a picnic table full of food. He is surrounded by family members, passenger number one and passenger number two. They all eat cake and pat him on the back. He brings a big piece of cake up to his mouth and bites it. Exterior, Napoleon's house, day. Tina, the llama, eats food from a hand. Grandma stands on the other side of the fence, feeding and petting her. Exterior, high school basketball court, day. Napoleon is alone playing tetherball. His Walkman and tinfoiled fish are on the ground. Deb walks up. Napoleon stops. They look at each other. I caught you a delicious bass. Deb smiles at Napoleon. Wanna play me? Deb smiles at Napoleon. Napoleon swings her the tetherball. They play tetherball as the camera slowly zooms out.
3: You know in the end I'll always be there
0: And when you're in doubt So that's it. That's our table read of Napoleon Dynamite. Thank you so much for listening to this and I really hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, We had a lot of fun making it. It was a lot of fun editing it. If you have any suggestions for another movie you want to have us table read then please uh, message us at at, uh, or send us an email At uh, Rotner Righteous at Gmail.com. But uh, for the sake of time, we did rate this movie. We gave it an 86%, and that is an A on Carleton University's uh, uh, grading scale. Go Ravens. But for Luke Taylor and Scott Judge, I'm Zach Geiler Thank you for listening. Stay tuned uh, in just a moment. There are plenty of bloopers at the end. So thank you again. Bye bye.
3: Sometimes if I shout, it's not what's intended, these words just come out, with no pride to bear. I'm sorry but I'm just thinking of the right words to say, I know they don't sound the way I
2: Would you like to look at what? Would you?
0: <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's whew, take a deep breath. We're doing good. <laughs> Would you, Dad's <laughs> Italian? Would you uh, like a look like this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's an ball.
3: It's a me, Mario um, Dad. Would you uh, like a look like <laughs> this? <laughs>
1: A VH tape is being shoved into a V. A VH tape is being
3: shoved into a VCR. VHS tape
2: is being shoved into a VCR. If anyone knows what a VHS tape here is, It should be me. Oh, yeah, I'm totally
1: familiar. Scott doesn't know anything about them VH tapes. (laughs) It's been so long since I've used one. Actually, I have some downstairs. A VH tape is being shoved into a VCR. <laughs> <laughs> it just uh, just uh, yeah.
3: VHS.
1: <laughs> Uncle Rico grabs Kip's unbeaten steak and hurls it at Napoleon and Pedro. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh! <laughs> His unbeaten steak. Mm-hmm.
1: What I
2: say? Unbeaten. <laughs> I think you said un. You you said
0: unbeaten. You said Uncle Rio grabs Kip's unbeaten steak. Oh,
1: okay. Well, we probably ought to do that again. (laughs) He continues to smooth out the bow dice. Bodice, Bodice. Bodice.
3: Bodice. Bodice. The
1: bodice. Napoleon stands looking at it. He glances over at Kip, who is trying on the computer. He's trying on <laughs> the computer! He <laughs> glances...
2: Nathan, I borrow your bike. I'll give you two king-sized nut rolls and some chips when I bring it back.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey not being ignorant here but what is a nut roll <laughs> kick size uh, you sh-
3: King size nut
1: roll <laughs> you, you google that
2: you google that and report back King, yeah no King
3: size, <laughs> King size nut roll is the name of my autobiography
1: I have missed this in the movie when I watched it
2: I can mix some more boot angles if you ran out well I caught him Boondoggles. Not boondangles.
1: You and your boondangles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can make some more boondo bo- boondoggles. Boondoggle. Boondoggles. It's not. it's not long O, it's a it's a short O. Boo! I can make some more boondoggles Doggle!
0: Boondoggle! Who are you? I'm the Fonda. What are you doing here? I'm waiting for Kip. Kip? Why are you so sweaty? I've been practicing. Practicing what? Some dance moves? That's the power console, baby.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's your imagination of a sexy voice? (laughs)